Blog Talk Radio. Know that someone's loving you 
No matter how you say it It only matters what you do Each day please take the time To tell someone that I love you Each and every one of you could join us tonight, boy. I mean, look, this one here. It's awesome, baby. There's gonna be a whole lot of these right wow, here. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool that we are getting solutions to um, our problems because we got some real issues out here, and I know why everybody else is really t- trying to tune in with you know the media and how the media is trying to make you all. Oh, look at it like this and look at it like that. Tonight, I want to come at it a whole lot more scientifically, leave the opinions out of it, and offer some very, very, very valid alternatives for the type of behavior that is being displayed currently with celebrities. Now, I gotta make sure. Hold on. Even before I get started, you know, let me just let me just go through and just re- remind everybody. I still gotta pay a couple of bills. Um, this show is being brought to you tonight by Symptometry.com, as well as SymptometryBooks.com, as well as RelaxationIsTheKey.info and Coach Kyer. 
Facebook.com is in the building. So I really want all of you all to please bookmark those sites, like, right now, like, immediately. Bookmark them. Go visit them. See why this is a concerted effort to bring some healing to just just our our families, like everybody. And we don't just want to just say, you know, come because we're on the because we're on the bandwagon. Oh, they're on the bandwagon because you're talking about you're talking about what everybody else is talking about. No. Everybody else is just making some 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 blanket statements across the board and that's really not what we want to do. That's why we played the intro song of love. You know, it's it's all about it's all about the energy that we want to emphasize at the root that could not not could but is going to bring in a very 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 healthy aspect to the solutions that we're looking for. I think I might have put that together right. Like I don't have anything like pre written all together. Um but because if we don't it's gonna start to become <laughs> As we say, it's going to be cold outside. So I want to play a quick theme song real quick, an old throwback to uh, set the tone, and I will be right back with you in one minute and one second, or maybe a little bit longer than that, but right after this song, we'll be right back. Peace.
Thank you, thank you, thank you. That was Ray Charles and Betty Carter. It's cold outside because tonight we want to put some solutions into the into the confusion of resolving relationship issues. But tonight we're going to come at the relationship issues by going to the root of the problems. There's a lot of dynamics going on right now, and we're going to use celebrities because the conversation should be more about the issues in relationships versus who did what, okay? Now, to the incident, if you're not aware of it, that a very famous um, uh, rapper and his wife were out with their sister, and they were in an elevator, and the sister attacked the husband. And the wife was looking at the sister, and the bodyguard had to refrain the sister from attacking the husband. Now, we uh, so many people have said, "Oh, she was protecting her sister. Her sister wasn't in any danger. She was just standing there." Matter of fact, her sister was looking at her like, "What is going on? There's no audio whatsoever." So there's a lot of assumptions going on, but we know that there's got to be some dysfunction for a sister to just attack a man. Whether he said something to her or not, that you just gonna off and start fighting somebody, and then when we look back, we understand that this has got something to do with how you deal in relationships with men overall. Then we're gonna also talk about how men deal in relationships with women and the root cause, because the brother didn't strike back. He refrained her, you know, with the assistance, you know, 90% of the bodyguard. But why in the first place 
do we have these dysfunctions in relationships? And I'm only using celebrities because they're just a reflection of what we do as regular, normal, non-celebrity people. Also, you have a relationship of the owner for the L.A. Clippers. He was having an extramarital affair, and his partner, his, 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 his additional partner, recorded him making some very racist remarks and then sold them and published them and brought a lot of harm and misfortune to his doorstep. Now, what type of relationship is that where you would bait someone into making statements and they are a billionaire, they own a team that's worth $700 million, and then you would take that conversation and sell it in order to hurt that person. These are dysfunctional relationships. We're not talking about, well, it was for millions of dollars and he was a scumbag and racism. We're not talking about racism tonight. We're only talking about what myself and uh, one of the panelists were discussing earlier. The basics of this type of behavior is the misfiring of neurons, okay? Like the elevator is not going all the way to the top. The thinking process, this, this is a mental, this is a mental thing. So, and the mind is trapped due to certain uh, programming or uh, yeah, bad programming that the mind is used to, that the body is used to. Because when, I was, when the wife was looking at the sister attack the husband, she looked as if that was normal behavior. Like, she hadn't seen that before. She didn't look surprised whatsoever. So tonight, on our, with our panel of esteemed scientists, we want to look at this thing scientifically so we can offer some remedies and, you know, ask what, you know, what could be some assessments on a professional level, on a professional level, not an opinion-based level. So let me go ahead because I can't do this show by myself. Please put your hands together for my friend and yours, the director of the American School of Symptometry. He's um, one of the uh, just a lovely friend of mine. He's a wonderful man, husband, brother. He's just an engineer, a scientist, a doctor. Please put your hands together for Dr. Charlie Rabbit. It's awesome, baby. Good evening, Dr. Abbott. How are you doing today? Uh, good evening, Coach Guy is Dr. Wiley, Dr. Um, Dr. Nardi. I'm feeling great today, Coach. Thank you. Well, this one is going to be a bomb burner, you know. So I am hope you seated in because we're going to, we're going to, we're going to all have because I like to talk about it from the gender harmonics, you know. I like to look at it from the you know the roles and some people I, I've been people have been challenging me all day about people having certain roles to play in dealing with why should somebody have a role? Well, a doctor has a role as a healer. A policeman has a role to um, lock up bad people. You know, a, 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 a surgeon has a role of removing diseases during, during an operation. So we also have to have, and, and a child has a role of doing childlike things around the house, like cleaning up his room and taking care of the chores and learning responsibilities. And the mother has, you know, should have some roles as well if we want to continue to have a successful and very functional society and have functional relationships. 
I think that you saw the videotape of what went down. What's what's your take on the the necessities of healing the dysfunctions that we see being portrayed on the news by the media every day? Well, thank you so much, Coach. And you know, initially, you know, viewing that that video clip, you know, it brings up just you know, there's no sound there. So we really don't have any indication as to what was being said, but just looking at the actions of it, you know, there was a, a buildup somewhere, and and I think it was something that had been building up for some time. But when you have someone attacking another person, and you know, was that person provoked? We don't know. But what happens to why don't why doesn't the other person have composure? so that you can have a a mature conversation, a logical conversation where you can a person we can work through those issues. But as you know, that's not a, a part of the way that things work. And in our society, um and when you're out going to after parties and celebrations, one of the one of the first things that people are introduced to is alcohol. Alcohol oh. and, and and who else what else they're being introduced to. But we spoke on this many times before about the adults in alcohol and how they can be very, very disturbing because they create pollutants and pollutants in the blood. And pollutants in the blood, I mean, there's all kinds of chemical reactions that are going on there. And an individual may not be lucent, they may not have and I, absolutely they're not going to have the, the proper reasoning mechanisms in place and the proper restrainers to help them because many times it's about a person moving beyond their comfort zone when they're when they've been drinking alcohol, when they, they get loud and boisterous and things like that. And oftentimes people will cross certain boundaries with the inclusion of, of alcohol. And we know that alcohol destroys enzymes. And symptometry is all about enzymes because enzymes are responsible for our health and our well-being. And a person who attacks someone, we have uh, politicians, we have many people though, in, in, in high positions, but even though they're in those positions, they still are operating from an enzyme deficit. And being in an enzyme deficit, you know, that's pretty much free nilly-willy in, in, in somewhere, in some area. So it can, you know, so on one area the person may be brilliant in the realm of creating things as an artist or, or, or whatever field they may be in, an engineer. But then on the other side, how do they function emotionally? And where does that factor in the gene pool as well? Now, uh, at the uh, last symposium that we had in Greensboro, uh, you know, there were many, 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 many talks done, and one that I focused on was the antagonist of DNA. 
and there are so many things that can happen to an individual, uh, either being bit by a mosquito or a tick or an ant or stung by a bee that can offset a certain response in their body, and then they, the next thing you know, they're acting out, or they consume too many foods that are very high in potassium. And in anyone that has been in pain before or has suffered from pain, or perhaps there's people on this line that are going through this, through, through, through a pain syndrome right now, that isn't, that's not something where you're, you know, honky-dory and happy and smiley all the time because the focus is on the pain, on the pain. And I've been through that, and sometimes a person just isn't as patient. So, and chances are, uh, and, I, and I can say that many times in the past before I even came to symptometry, and I would just be dialoguing with other professionals, even in the acupuncture arena, you know, the, the common word was, you know, someone over 35 years old at the dinner table, they always say, well, I have this going on, I have that going on. So, so these issues are always arising, so a person's attitude can be linked to that. And the young lady that attacked um, the celebrity, we don't know what was going on there, but it was obvious that both of them played a part in it, and the one that acted out had the least amount of restrainers going, and and, and more than likely alcohol was involved. And we see what alcohol does. I mean, it, it, it just pretty much takes off the, the restraining mechanisms and the person goes and then is, is regretful later, but oftentimes after the person has gone on and acted out, then, you know, it's pretty much too late. You know, so that's usually what what happens in, in situations like that. Now, you also talked about earlier about the neurons not firing properly. You know, what what, what would you think? Like, you're at a... You're at a five-star hotel, a five-star event. You're hanging with a couple that are worth a billion dollars. One of them is your, also your sister. And all of a sudden, you make the decision to just lash out and attack this person on, a, on an elevator ride, knowing that you're not going to be on there all night. You're just going to just lash out. What what kind, of, what kind of neuron misfire? You know what I'm saying? What kind of, what kind of things... Could we, you know, could, could we possibly talk about, you know, that would um, cause that type of behavior outside of yeah. the alcohol? You know, like outside maybe alcohol is, is diet as well. You know, consuming foods that are high in potassium, you know, can, that can set an individual off. But these are foods that have, and then other foods that have health disruptors in them that are stopping the communication between the nerves you know, where the nerves aren't firing the way that they need to so that the brain is get, isn't getting the proper amount of oxygen, blood flow, you know, hormones, things that need to be produced, the body essentials that need to be produced for the person 
to function like a human being. Because at that point, they're operating strictly out of the reptilian brain. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so that's survival, procreation, and territorial rights, basically. You know, owning and claiming the, their, their space. So, again, we have to look at the the situation, the event. You know, nightclubs, five-star hotels. Uh, you know, this, this is a night out on the town. So, if a person is not eating scientifically, and I'm sure one of the other centometrists can address this as well, but once we are in an enzyme deficit, a person is sick, and that doesn't necessarily mean you have to have aches and pains or that a person is coughing or sneezing, but they also can have mental symptoms, and that is, that, that is the result of a form of mental illness. Mental illness, violence is a form of mental illness. And why? Because people think, oh, oh, I can just eat crabs or sushi or, you know, drink orange juice or, or, or just eat whatever is available. But that is where we find out that that is how nutrients are blocked and a person is not functioning to their maximum maximum capacity. And, mm. and, and the thought is, you know, on the on, on the internet being you know gawked at and talked about, and you know now the entertainers become, you know, they, they, now they're entertaining in another way, not in a very good light. And we see it, not just not just them, but we see it all the time. You know, other people that have drug issues and things like that as well. Right, right, and I'm just I'm using the celebrity because the attention is on the the attention is on them for the relationship. That's why I'm not even using their name because they're not the only ones going through this. I think this would be an excellent time for bringing another one of our panelists, one of my favorite people in the world. I don't know whether she's seen this or not because I like her discernment. She may be like, "What? I haven't even seen the video," but she I think she's heard enough where. She can come in now and chime in with uh, some sound right reason. I want you all to put your hands together for Dr. Elizabeth Weinick. It's awesome, baby. Good evening, Dr. Weinick. Thanks for joining us this evening. Good evening, folks. Dr. Rabbit, Dr. Hardy. How are you doing? Oh, I am doing excellent. I am doing excellent. I love it when the media really helps me. A lot of people say, oh, well, why are you just, you know, don't let the media distract you. Nope, I'm going to let the media, they're calling attention to it, but they're not, they're shining a broad light on it, and I just want to bring in the laser. Like they're just shining a spotlight, but I want to bring in a laser, and let's surgically go in here. And so that's why I knew this would be perfect for you tonight, you know, with the background in surgery. I want to go in and dissect this, you know, this this is um, boiling, festering anger that had to have been, you know, how can you be walking the elevator doors? We're on the outside of the elevator. The doors are closed. We press the button to wait to get in the elevator. And then as soon as I get in the elevator, I go into gorilla mode. Oh, and I'm only 5'6", 125 pounds, 
and I go into gorilla mode on somebody six four two twenty. Can you help me out a little bit, please, Dr. Weinick, right here? Well, well I'm, I'm going to take a counterpoint here. <laughs> okay. Because because in in the quantum universe, for every reaction, there's an equal and opposite action. So no one really knows what happened, but an action like we saw in the elevator had to be preceded by an equal and opposite reaction, which doesn't necessarily have to be physical, but there was something, there was some sort of energy coming from the other side that invoked the anger. And generally, for most people, I would say, for all of us, anger is a desire, an expression of a desire to simply be seen and to be valued and to be to be to be seen for who we are. So there, I'm just making an assessment that there was something that happened before that, where the person uh, doing the <laughs> doing the hitting in some way felt devalued or demeaned and didn't feel like she was being seen. So fundamentally, however, when there is a lack of compassion or a lack of support, or we could say a lack of love or seeming seeming uh, lack of acknowledgement or hurt feelings or whatever it is, that any of us, um, whether it's knowing or unknowing, knowingly participate in, that it could be anywhere, anytime, there is a lack of brain modulating chemicals. There, there, there are chemicals that support brain action. There are chemicals that support brain reaction. And when a brain is not being nourished fully, then the negative vibrations of anger and fear and jealousy and um, power or money, or the, 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 the eight deadly sins, so to speak, come out. And that plays out then on the screen that we all see, which in this case happened to be the elevator video. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> so uh, there, I'm just saying that there, there's, yeah, we don't know the full story, but on both sides, I'm taking the counterpoint that there is a failure of neurotransmitters to be made in, in an efficient way that supports the love vibration, the compassion vibration. Okay, okay. Now you use it. Here we go. This is what I was waiting on. Neurotransmitters being made. So are you telling me that when I was born, I had some neurotransmitters, and they don't last me my whole life. Neurotransmitters have to be made over and over again. I, I, I know my cells reproduce, you know, and I, I don't have the same cells of when I was born, but right. how do I, or is that true? Are you saying that I have to keep on making 
more neurotransmitters? And can you tell me a little bit about you know, the making of neurotransmitters and then lead into how that works with the love component? Neurotransmitters are like the messengers that carry a signal from one nerve to the, to the other. There's something called a presynaptic nerve that stores this, these messengers, epinephrine, norepinephrine, serotonin, dopamine, acetylcholine, glutamate, phenylethylamine, whatever it is. These neurotransmitters are stored in what's called the presynaptic nerve. And then an electrical impulse comes down the nerve, and these messengers are released across what's called a synapse. There's a gap between nerves. And this gap is closed or supported by the neurotransmitters going out, sending the signal, and then they come back to be repackaged. Anybody who's ever heard the word serotonin uptake re-inhibitor or norepinephrine uptake re-inhibitor or epinephrine norepinephrine <laughs> serotonin uptake re-inhibitor, all these designer drugs that prevent the reuptake of neurotransmitters. There, and these signals are happening in nanosecond intervals. There is a, once the neurotransmitter has done its job, it comes back and it has to be worked on and repackaged for the next transmission. So every nanosecond of every single day, millions and millions of millions of neurotransmitters are, are, are doing their thing and are spent and then have to be rebuilt. It's happening all the time. And if we don't continue to nourish our our nerve cells so that these neurotransmitters are constantly being made and broken down and made and broken down again, uh, we are gradually losing neurotransmitters. And then you add in a serotonin, epinephrine, norepinephrine uptake re-inhibitor, and this synapse is a space between nerves. It's got blood, and it's got spinal fluid, and it's got lymph fluid that's circulating. And if these neurotransmitters are forced to hang out in the space longer, because that's the design, then they get depleted even faster. So people who have made the choice because they're, they have a chemical imbalance, uh, it's making the condition worse. And many people ultimately admit that, yeah, this helped me for about three weeks and then it stopped working. And then, I mean, I see this all the time. And my doctor started me on something else and then that stopped working and blah, blah, blah. It's just... Um, the, <laughs> the basic science of how human body works is just incompletely understood by by the very people who are who are having to manage it, manage it. And that's you and I, and I guess that's a lot of the reason why we're spending time on the radio talking about this. So right. the way to support your neurotransmitters is not to take a drug because the drug in no way makes neurotransmitters. It's to support the cells to make the neurotransmitters. And to not do the things that deplete them faster, like Dr. Out was saying, alcohol is, is the primary uh, culprit. 
alcohol and other mind-altering chemicals, marijuana, cocaine, heroin, um, uh, PCP, bath salts, uh, you name it. I mean, all the celebrities, not all, I should say, many celebrities in the news for various different reasons relative to that. And we can see the behaviors that result because of it as well. Exactly, exactly. And my piece, one of the things that you said, um, if we don't know, it's much harder for us to grow. If we don't have a system of nurturing and providing for the sales, then we're looking for catastrophe. Like the catastrophe is bound to happen because is then 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 catastrophe becomes natural. That's what I look at and say catastrophe catastrophe becomes natural when we're not aware of what we need to be doing um, scientifically. So that's on the avenue of in a relationship scenario where there's domestic violence. Because I want people to know just because it wasn't a husband and a wife. There was a sister-in-law attacking the husband. That's still domestic. That's still domestic violence. And I want to move over just for a second before I bring Dr. Nardi in and shift back to Dr. Abbott about the other scenario uh, because, like I said, the reason I'm analyzing and using celebrities is because the light is being shown on it, but when the doors close, they're, they're still having everyday problems. There's millions of incidents of domestic violence happening every day. And there's also millions of, well, I don't know if there's millions, but I know there's a lot of um, mental thought waves going into destroying people, which is um, the owner for the Clippers. Donald, uh, Donald Sterling made some racist remarks in private and what he thought was in confidant, and this woman was taping it. She was taping it. To me, that's a dysfunctional relationship. Dr. Abbott, what do you think about um, her neurons and how they were firing and what would make, you know, what are what are some of the factors that could lead to someone looking at that, maybe even from a, what I call a delusional state of her saying, oh, it needed to be brought to light. Yeah, but he's getting ready to have to really, this is really going to put a crap in his style, his business, and his own personal relationships. Doctor, oh, I'm sorry. Let me open your mic. I got you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Are you Are you there, Coach? Yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Again, this is this stems from the same problems. Even though the scenario is different and the individuals are the players are different, it, it still stems from the fact that these people, each person's brain isn't functioning very well, and it's obvious with the uh, uh, Donald Sterling, that you know, he's he's in a early stage of some type of mental decline, and the young lady just by listening to the way that she communicates, there, there's also some some trauma as well. So you know, uh, this is how you know opposites attract in different areas and from different angles, and what happened there is something that's that's con is always going on, it's happening every day, but again when someone in a in a higher profile position is 
you know, the attention is brought on them, then it, it turns into a firestorm in the media. But that is something that's been going on, and Donald Sterling's neurotransmitters, he's been working in an enzyme deficit for a very, very long time. And it's just at this point that and her, it just it, it made it to the public, so it's made it to the public so that now we're aware of it. And you know the sad part is is that you have individuals trying to get the upper hand on one another. You know he's trying to prove a point, and she's trying to you know make a case for her actions. And each each person is coming to the parade with a bag full of prejudices. You know he you know with with ideas and and concepts and and things the way the the way that you know they may see the world should be or the way that things should um, take place, how things should take place, and that type of conversation, whether whether or not it was you know, done for uh, gain, for material gains, or as a form of revenge, it still goes back to a person who is not well mentally. And what causes that? Okay, we can look at the gene pool, but we also have to look at the lifestyle. And, you know, in centometry, our, you know, our phrase is our motto is curing is proven, but you also have to live scientifically. Living scientifically and eating scientifically. They go hand in hand. And not to say that a person will be able, doesn't have to work their way into becoming a more healthy, scientific living and balanced individual, but for the past you know, millennia, people have been hurting people because either they wanted something the other person had or there's something in the gene pool that is looking for a way to destroy another gene pool. Absolutely, absolutely. Dr. Weinick, I know you uh, I, You just came in with the quantum, the quantum side of it from a from dealing with anger but this one is dealing more with, you know, on one side, racism revealed, and then on the other side, a dynamics of betrayal or, or, or get evenness. What, what say you about the neurons in this particular situation? Well, it's, it's like you've been talking, that, that when there is an expression of, of hate or there's an expression of anger or there's an expression of revenge or there's an expression of a negative emotion, then the person is tuned in to, to negative, negative energy, which is fundamentally being promoted by what a person is eating, what a person is consuming, what a person is exposed to. A a person cannot be nurturing if they can't tune in to positive vibrations. It's it's not going to happen. 
And I, and I think part of it, we can, uh, as, as you were talking, I was, I was thinking about where we are, let's just say from a quantum, from a quantum space, we are moving out of the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius. And Pisces is more or less, it's all about me and, and what I need and what I can get and wanting what somebody else looks like or want, wanting to look like someone else looks or wanting to have what someone else has. And so it's part also of, of the revelation so in, in the revelation of these things, then it's engendering emotions on the part of whoever is observing this, which then sets a, I don't know, the best way I can say it is sets, a, sets off a vibration or a desire in, in any given person who is tuned into positive to engage in nurturing and to, and, and to not perhaps in a similar situation think, think twice before they would react in the same way that's being shown to us in, in the recent news. So it's also a way that from the quantum field, new actions and, and evolution can take place. Mm-hmm. Totally, new the the old has got to be cleaned out so the new can come on in. I want to go ahead and bring in another panel member tonight. You know he's not he's not new to our discussion overall. We call him Uncle N or Triple N or 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 Seabock N Seabock Naughty. I mean this is just he he's the guy. You know he he came up with he he, he, he it was channeled through him root cause therapeutics symptometry where uh, curing is proven, and I really want to hear his take as well, not his opinion, but scientifically, especially as a father and as a, a world traveler who's had to deal with relationships. He's probably seen some relationships where there was some domestic violence involved and where there have been battles with racism and similar situations. So please, everyone, put your hands together for... Master, Master, Marty. It's awesome, baby. Good evening, Dr. Naughty. Thanks for joining us this evening. How you feeling? Oh, fine. Good evening to you, to your audience, to Dr. Warnock and Dr. Abbott. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Yes, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Um, I think it's just so apropos that we just had the symposium in Greensboro and yours was talking about mental health and freeing the trapped mind. And I told you, like, the night before, that Friday night before the symposium, the movie Spider-Man came out with the celebrity, uh, yeah. Jamie Foxx, who, yeah. who, who, who had a mental uh, situation in the movie. And now here we have, this actually happened two days later, because this, was, this happened on May the 5th. So this happened on a Monday following this symposium. So you were right in the middle of the energy grid. It took a week before it came to put to the public, but you were right on it. So I know you've been listening, 
And like I said, we 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 chose celebrities because the spotlight was on it, but we want to go in with the laser focus to talk about, you know, these neurons. And I know Dr. Whiting has done an excellent job explaining how they have to be reproduced constantly. And the result, if not need be, and Dr. Abbott has also expressed um, when they're not functioning properly and thoroughly and, and, and going all the way through. What would you like to uh, add to this? Because our listening audience, they're looking for answers, and I like to offer solutions to people of, you know, what do we do with this anger that's pent up like this? Because there's also the issue of the, the daddy issues. Her father, she, she, she's very angry. The woman who did the attacking, she, she's a divorcee. She's raising a child by herself. She just had an incident where her father broke up, uh, divorced her mother about um, some some um, infidelities in the relationship. So can you speak on that as well? Because a lot of people are saying that she's angry at the uh, brother-in-law because of maybe a suspicion of infidelities. Could it be that also she has some, some daddy issues tied in that need nurturing and healing as well that brought on this anger? Yeah, there is um, the two the two symptomatrices who went before me. They discussed um, alcohol. They discussed neurotransmitters. They discussed um, enzyme deficits and all that. All these uh, are going to tie in with what I'm going to say. One thing you have to understand is this. The lower the level of serotonin, acetylcholine, and endorphin in a person, the more turbulent, the more turbulent the electromagnetic field will be. The lower the level of serotonin, acetylcholine, and endorphin, the more turbulent the person's electromagnetic field will be. And the more turbulent the electromagnetic field is, the more negative the person will be. Now, now, we have no way of knowing what is going on in a person's electromagnetic field. This is why God has given us eyes to observe. You observe the person's mental symptoms. And after observing the person's mental symptoms, you observe their reflective symptoms. It is these two that will tell you how low the person's level of serotonin is. Let me give you an insight into a person's mental symptoms. The person is irritable for no reason. He's just irritable. He he or she has temper tantrums. He has a violent temper. Unless he tears the telephone, rips the telephone, 
from the from his socket from the wall before you be you, before you be satisfied. Violent temper, snappishness, depression. I don't want to talk to nobody. I just want to sit down quietly. I, I want to get gather my thoughts to myself. No desire for breakfast. How many people do you know who have absolutely no desire for breakfast? No desire for food. Refusal to forgive. How many people go to church every Sunday? How many people to the, go to the synagogues every Saturday? How many people go to the mosques every Friday? But you cannot tell where, where their level of serotonin is, their level of uh, dopamine is, and the level of acetylcholine is, unless you know, you observe their mental symptoms, the way they react in society, the way they react in their relationships, the way they react with others, even at work. You, ask, you just ask a question. The person snaps. You just, just keep quiet. The person is very negative, and the person is very negative because his or her electromagnetic field is in turmoil. The electromagnetic field is in turmoil because the level of acetylcholine, serotonin, and the third one, which is endorphin, is low. Now, leave the mental field. Leave the mental field. Look, what, what about all these people who suffer from insomnia? All these people who have disturbed sleep, inability to sleep before midnight. Or they wake up around midnight and they cannot sleep again. How many people do you know who are experiencing this? You want to know the person's level of serotonin? These are a few telltale signs. You don't, have, you don't need a clinical test to give you a person's level of serotonin. You don't need it. Use your God-given eyes to observe. And you can tell right now what the person is going through. Now, you want to know the reflective symptoms? Okay, I'll give you a few. The person desires apples. Apples. The person desires apples. Oh, I like the crunchy sound. Or the person is a fruitarian. Oh, fruits. Well, the nutrients in the fruits are not the same or they are not enough to help you to produce neurotransmitters. But because you are not producing enough serotonin for alertness, for memory, for learning, and for judgment, your judgment is flawed. Your reasoning is flawed. It's awesome, baby! And the hits just keep on coming. Look at all these celebrities who suffer from anorexia nervosa. Oh, no desire for food. 
their level of serotonin is low. A person is very hungry. The person just ate dinner around 7 o'clock, and around 11 p.m., the person is very hungry again. The level of serotonin is low. Aversion to food, no appetite, go to the hospitals, go to the nursing homes, go to the rehabilitation centers, go to uh, the hospice. People have lost appetite. They don't feel like eating. Their level of serotonin is low. The person is very gassy. His or her bowel is almost always full of gas. It's an indication of low serotonin. The constant desire to pass urine. You just finished urinating. You just went to the washroom. Five minutes later, ah, you have, you've made, you're making more urine again. You have to go. All these are reflective symptoms indicating that your level of serotonin is low. Then you say, oh, the person has an attitude. He has an attitude. Well, he has an attitude because the level of serotonin is too low. Now, Dr. Warnick discussed how to produce neurotransmitters. I will extend it a little bit. You cannot produce neurotransmitters if you chew gum. You cannot produce neurotransmitters if you eat ice cream. You cannot produce neurotransmitters if you eat gelatin dessert or candy. How many children are rewarded for good behavior with candy? How many? All over the world. They are rewarded for good behavior with candy. And now you say, my child is stubborn. My child does not listen. My child is obstinate, intransigent. Don't you know that the candy you gave to your child as a reward is the root cause of the problem? What is in candy? There are many, many, there are many, many chemicals in candy. But I will give you just one. I will give you just one. And that one is the Gayak wood oil. Gayak wood oil. It's a, fresh, it's a kind of oil, and a fatty acid. It's a fatty acid that prevents the production of neurotransmitters. How do you spell that, Dr. Martin? Gayak, if you, if you get... Uh, uh, the, the spell of God is G for George, U for Union, uh, I for Indigo, A for Apple, C for Comfort, Gayak Wood Oil. That is what blocks the production of neurotransmitters. And Dr. Warnick mentioned neurotransmitters and inhibitory neurotransmitters. Fine. 
neurons store neurotransmitter, the neuro, any neurotransmitter, GABA and all that, fine. But I'm more interested in serotonin. Neurons store serotonin. And you need cobalt to fire the serotonin across the synapse. And in that synapse, there is an enzyme. You drink alcohol, you are going to denature that enzyme. All these celebrities who are out there, with the millions and billions that they have, what do they know about the production of neurotransmitters? The production of neurons and serotonin, and how to get cobalt to fire serotonin, and how to get magnesium to stop, to stop the reflux of the neurotransmitter that has been fired. You need scientific knowledge to know how to produce neurotransmitters and to stop the depletion of neurotransmitters. You need scientific knowledge. How many people eat tuna? Tuna, tuna sandwich. Oh, it's this for poor people. Oh, yeah? Tuna is for poor people. Tuna sandwich is for poor people. It has cobalt to fire serotonin. People wonder why I am so quiet, I am so calm. Well, oh, you should have, no, 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 give it to me, give it to me, I will react appropriately. No, you, you, no, 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 Dr. Nadia, no, give it to me, I will react appropriately. No, it's not necessary. It's not necessary. When you have a, a positive electromagnetic field, you become a very creative person. We want creative people in the world. This woman suddenly attacked. The sister-in-law suddenly attacked the husband in the elevator. Dr. Warnick mentioned, said that we don't have the full story. That is true. But a sudden attack, a sudden attack is indicative of lack of neurotransmitters. Mm. You could have waited to go to the bedroom, but you could not wait to the bedroom to confront the man. You could not wait. That is impatience right there. And impatience is indicative of lack of neurotransmitters. Making racist remarks. Making racist remarks. As uh, Mr. Sterling, the owner of the early Clippers, made and all that. Well, you see, you transcend racism when you produce enough neurotransmitters. You know that we are all different, and we have different genes that help us to adapt to different conditions and different climates. You don't know this? With all your millions of dollars, you don't know this? <laughs> Oh, you are better than someone. Oh, you are superior to someone. You don't have, you are not producing neurotransmitters. And then when you go to your house, are you going to eat tuna sandwich? Are you going to eat sardine sandwich? No. Uh, uh, what do you want for dinner? Oh, give me some steak. 
shrimp. Well, the so, shrimp, man. So, so, shrimp and lobster tails. And lobster shrimp, tails, shrimp, shrimp, and lobsters, and, uh, uh, and, and string beans, string beans. Crab legs, crab legs. <laughs> crab legs. Huh? Kale salad, yeah. kale, kale salad, kale salad. They want to be vegetarians too. Put all that in there. Throw it all in there. Uh, oh, oh, I, 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 this is this is this is a dinner fit for a, a, a rich man. Your brain is impoverished. <laughs> you see, so let us turn the situation around. We can do better by eating sardines. We can do better by eating tuna. How much does tuna cost? How much? How much? Oh, give me some caviar. Give me some sushi. Fine. Is the sushi halibut? Is the sushi trout? Is the sushi tuna? No. The sushi is something else. I can go on and on and on. And this is the tragedy of the human race. That's why we are moving at a glacial pace. Symptometry is now here to help us to move at the speed of light. If you are not ready, get out of the way. Get out of the way or you'll be run over. Thank you. And the hits just keep on coming. Mm-mm. The call-in number tonight is 347-205-9089. 347-205-9089. You got a question about neuropeptides and the brain being malnourished. Ooh, you need to call in right now, especially if you got a situation like this, if you've been through something like this yourself, if you've been... Um, if you feel that you are a racist and you make statements like this, or if you feel that you are uh, have been in domestic violence situations from a male or a female standpoint, because tonight we've just done our best to offer some solutions and deep, deep insight. We're not saying she was wrong, he was wrong, he should have done this. No, we're going and looking at the cause Scientifically, we weren't there, as, as, as we all have stated. We don't know. We, uh, we can't read lips, so we don't know. But we can see, like Dr. Nardi said, we have eyes, and we can observe. And we noticed that she swung, she, like you said, she didn't wait to get back somewhere in private. She tried to handle this, a full-out fight, and a, had a five-star gala in an elevator. And now this man, even in the privacy of his home, he was still uttering all these statements. And then he, had, he came back with another interview and said he didn't think he was a racist. And then he trashed Magic Johnson and, you know, saying he was very apologetic, but we all know that's just um, a part of the politics. But the root cause being you make better decisions the more – nourished your brain is, the more nourished your cells are, the more love and care that you take care of your body, then you are going to have a much more agreeable situation on your hands nine times out of ten. But when you go through and 
it's a whole a whole lot of misplacements and lack of judgment. You got all this money, and you think, well, this is how I'm supposed to, you know, this is how I'm supposed to do it. That's that that's really not that's really not the case. Uh, Dr. Dr. Abbott or Dr. Weinick, did you want to uh, weigh in on anything that you may have picked up from uh, Dr. Nardi's insight on the situation just now? I think one thing that that I'd like to say is that to encourage people just to be more tuned in, that if there is a behavior that is out of the normal, then the first thing a person has to look at is what has that person been consuming? That it isn't a mental illness that needs some sort of drug therapy it, 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 need, it needs evaluation from what is that person consuming that's either helping them or hindering them. Like there's too many people that are too quick to evaluate abnormal behavior and say that person needs a psychiatrist and they need to get on some sort of drug therapy. And I've already talked about the fact that drugs do not in any way in, improve the cell's production of neurotransmitters. It doesn't produce enzymes to support neurotransmitter production. So I'm just asking people to be more aware so that the conversation can shift away from symptom management to to curing the root cause of the disease so that we can live in a, a better world moving forward. Excellently stated. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. And you know, and, and and another factor that that I'd like to add is we have to take into account the genetic factors and how some people are more susceptible to certain forms of behavior just based upon what they've been exposed to. And a part of it is learned behavior. Um, and and so, you know, how do we modify these forms of behavior by one, ionizing the blockages so that so that the body can then produce more oxygen, more neurotransmitters, and that the nerves and the neurons are firing so that the person can get to the higher uh centers of the brain or what we call the, the prefrontal core prefrontal cortex and make those make good decisions even in a stressful situation. And and that's uh, and I, I think those are that's another important factor to to also consider as as we look at how to improve our relationships with one another because, you know, I I had a conversation with someone who came to symptometry about how at at another point in their life where their head was very, very uh, congested and every morning this person would have to cough and clear their head and clear their throat and blow their nose and they realized that after 
using symptometry and ionizing and living scientifically, how much of a how better how much they felt how much better they felt, how their mood was different and actually how they got along better with people. Because they were then able to listen and not jump to a conclusion which is what happens in many instances. In many cases where people will jump to a conclusion without even Having having a clear picture and and um, and that was only you know since they incorporated symptomology in their um, in their lifestyle. Ooh, and 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 that's really that's really like the ground level of the point. I really want to stress is how symptomology is so universal in going to the root and making what a statement of a friend of mine gave me this weekend, you know, small decisions have big effects. Small decisions have big effects. Like just a small decision to say, I don't want that mimosa this morning, Dr. Narty. We're not going to drink champagne and, 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 and orange juice this morning. You know, I know that it's trendy, and I know this is what, you know, other other people will, in my income bracket are drinking, but I'm going to make a small decision to say, not this morning. I'm not going to consume that. I mean, let's, uh, I'm not going to, uh, you know, put the uh, shrimp and grits together, even though that sounds good, like it's a delicatessen. You know, I'm, I'm going to wisen up a bit. And I'm, I'm going to put aside my ego and say, will you bring me some halibut, or will you can you can you make me some tuna because it's good for me? These these smaller decisions are in the long run going to lead us to much more positive results. Just like small decisions that we don't make, or small decisions that we make going the other end. Let me continue to take in and. Just let my diet just be just going to hell, as I say. The diet just going to hell because you just ain't paying attention or you just listen to Dr. Oz or you come up with the philosophy of, well, they said this was good. Somebody yesterday said they want to get some blueberry pancakes. I said, blueberries? <laughs> I said, I said well, my that's, body that's tells me what to eat, right? Yes, yes. Oh, my, I know what my body likes. Oh, my goodness. What, what? Can can these you know sometimes we have allergic reactions. So I have allergic reactions to nuts. I I, I cannot eat nuts even though they you know they're not safe for consumption. But to me I have an allergic reaction. It interferes with, with me and my breathing. But can an allergic reaction to the things that we have eaten over the years? Because some of the things you mentioned was candy. I would assume that Beyonce, uh, Beyonce's little sister, her mother, and them have never deprived her of eating sweets. They've trained them very hard to sing, to work out, but when it comes to eating, I'm sure that they were like, oh, it's not nothing, it's nothing wrong with a little candy. There was nothing wrong with a little champagne to celebrate. And over the years, and, and, and chewing gum, you know, keep your breath fresh. Those little factors like that. Could, could an outburst of anger like this, Dr. Nardi, be classified as an allergic 
reaction, a, a long-term allergic reaction to consuming things that are unsafe for your body? Well, when you, don't, when, you, when you have an enzyme deficit, what else can you expect? You cannot produce any brain essentials. You know, that is, that, is, that, is, that, is, that is the starting point. That is the starting point right there. You are not producing an enzyme surplus. And what do these people know about producing an enzyme surplus? They don't know anything about that. All they have is they have these expensive chefs who come and give them some, uh, cook something that tastes good, and uh, they are paid big money, and then their belly is full, and they drink some wine or some, some, they eat some dessert, some gelatin dessert or some kind of dessert after that, and then that's it. Or sometimes even they have ice cream. Uh, what, what, what kind of a meal is this? Huh? What kind of a meal is this? A, 300, a $300 meal. A $300 meal that is going to deplete your neurotransmitters. That is not called a meal. That is not called a meal. It's called a belly filler. <laughs> it's called a what, Dr. Martin? Belly, belly filler. Something that fills the belly, and that's it. You know, it, uh, the cells are not benefiting from anything. Your brain cells... Your brain cells are not benefiting from it. Your liver cells are not benefiting. Your pancreatic cells, no, nobody's benefiting from anything. So just like grabbing a handful of peanuts and saying, you know, I just, I don't have, I don't have time right now because my schedule's so tight. I got, I got deadlines to meet. I'm just gonna grab, grab me a pack of, I'm gonna grab me two packs of peanuts and a Sprite, and this will hold me. What? I, I saw it. I saw it when I was driving by. We had a red light, and we, a, a, by a construction site, and these construction workers, they had one had bread and peanuts and soda. That is, that, that, that is what is called lunch. That is called lunch. Oh, no, 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 no. That gives you another meaning to uh, what Bob Marley said, my belly's full, but I'm hungry. And that, that's right. What type of what what other what other simple solutions can you suggest, uh, my panel, starting with you, Doctor Nardi? What other simple suggestions can can you make for people in resolving anger in domestic situations, as well as Resolving racism, or or is racism even something that can be dissolved? Is is there a particulate to ionize? Uh, I know you have a particulate for anger management issues and and a temper, but you know, is there an ionization um, and correction of the racism uh, um, template? Oh yes, I mean uh, I've done this. I've done this countless times uh, for couples. You know, I've prevented uh, separation. I've prevented uh, divorce. You know, and uh, some of them are five years into the uh, after after the after the the consultation and the treatment. Five years into the into the relationship, and they are very grateful for what happened. You see, some of them are vegetarians. And the vegetarians, we have uh, we have sulfur 41, and then we have sulfur. The new one that we got is sulfur 24G65. You know because they cannot eat lamb, they don't uh, cannot eat 
bison burger or moose burger or goat meat, you know. So, uh, uh, and they, they, after taking pyridoxal 1, 2, 3, 4, then, you know, there is uh, these, two, these are these two sulfurs that are available for them, and they can go on to eat their, their non-meat foods, you know, non, non-flesh foods, and still uh, be, be, be very healthy at the mental level. So there's, the solution to the relationship problems at home, in school, in, di- in, in churches, in different, different places, lies in proper, proper brain nourishment, proper brain nourishment. And then know what you eat, you know, uh, what, what kind of sandwich are you going to? Are you going to a subway? Are you going to a place where you are going to have a sandwich that is going to, that's going to deplete your, your, your neurotransmitters? Why don't you prepare your own uh, a sandwich at home and take it to work? Like I just mentioned, I just mentioned these construction workers who are having this kind of uh, uh, food for, for lunch. You know, why can't they prepare their own sandwich at home and take it to, uh, and take it to work? Today it is halibut. Tomorrow it is it is a tuna. And then, uh, the, the, on Wednesday it's going to be sardines, or the uh, Thursday is going to be trout. You know, keep, keep uh, changing and changing and changing. And when you are full, when you are full, believe me. When I'm full in the morning after eating my six mangoes, you know, I mean, I, I'm so full till, till two o'clock or three o'clock. You know, I'm not hungry. And then if I have another sandwich which is uh, going to be a tuna sandwich or something, I mean, what is even the space to, to, for, for dinner? I'm so full that I produce an enzyme surplus all the time. This is why I'm able to reverse many, many experiments that are very uh, dangerous to myself. You know, you can do that. You can do that. And it's very simple. And if you, have, if you are calm... If you are calm, you become even to your own children. You know, you talk to your children with respect. Please, can you give me the cup? Please, can you do this? Please. And the child also learns. One of you mentioned learned behavior. Learned behavior. The child will learn from your nice, your, your good behavior. Hmm? And then the child will take this outside. The child will take it to school. And this is how you transform society. So the, the solution is root cause therapeutics by addressing the needs of the cell and how to nourish the brain cells properly. Thank you. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Dr. Wynick, would you like to could you weigh in with a couple of, of what you would consider to be simple solutions to help, um, to help um, resolve and dissolve domestic violence or, and or racism? I think the first one is be a conscious choice to not to not consume alcohol in any form, and then to not consume soft drinks in any form. Uh, make a conscious choice to drink to drink water. Cut 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 any liquids out of the out of your life that that aren't water because. Um, Things even like coffee and tea are health disruptors and enzyme destroyers. But alcohol, number one, and and sodas, number two. Phosphoric acid, caramel coloring, 
uh, strong sugars. So the list just goes on and on. Uh, eliminate the foods that are known to be major destroyers of enzymes, and that's a good start. I love it. I love it. Dr. Abbott? Well, I just say stay away from the scavenger foods, and I know we spoke about crabs, but that this brings to my uh, brings to mind a, a situation where the uh, Heisman Trophy winner was caught, uh, you know, stealing crab legs out of a, a grocery store. You know, so uh, I mean, yeah, the Heisman Trophy winner. I mean, where did that come from? And Crab legs of all things. So I, I, the only thing I can say is just look at what symptometry is offering. I mean, it's it's new, but it's very very powerful. It's unique, but it offers a person and offers all of us the opportunity to expand our our consciousness truly because this is the the relationship between science. Spirituality and lifestyle, like Doctor Nardi said. I mean, how this this helps helps us. I know it's helped me to look beyond the illusionary factors, you know, because if a person is consuming things that are feeding the worms that they have, they may think, oh, that they're living a a great life and their lifestyle is is wonderful, and they may be in a position to cover it up being, you know, in a, fin- a financial space that, that will allow them to do that. But at the same time, you know, what about the forgiveness, the factors of forgiveness and nurturance? Okay, the nurturance is, is okay, we can look at Donna Sterling, and, you know, he he obviously has a, a relationship with another woman, although his wife is still interested in, Maintaining the the the, um, the possession of the team, and although the NBA is, wants to get rid of them, so even in, in a situation like that, there's so 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 much dysfunction there, and it's very very complex, it's very complex. So it's very, it's better to eat simply and scientifically, and ionize the blockages, and then continue to work on the things that we need to work on because it's not going to turn over in one day, not going to take one week, but it's a, it's a lifetime process. And that's ultimately for the future of the gene pools of humanity. Wow. Well, coach coach wants to coach Mark wants to come in and say environment, environment, environment. If you are, I'm, I just really feel that people are susceptible to influences of the environment that they surround themselves with, meaning that if I'm around a bunch of angry men who are angry at white people and I keep going around them, then I'm going to start kicking that same scenario. If I'm in a Jewish community and I say a statement like Donald like Donald Sterling said, Jews look out for one another, blacks don't look out for them for one another when they get money. 
if that's the environment that he's, he's hanging in, that's being nurtured, just like a cancer. If I'm a female and I'm hanging around other women who are saying he wouldn't do that to me, if that was me, I'd punch him in the face. You know, that, that, that audible suggestion to me, you know, she spit on this man. She didn't like, she wasn't like shouting at him and spit was coming out of her mouth. She's like, and spit on him like three or four times. She spit in his direction. She tried to kick him in his groins. You know, these were, these were intentional uh, attacks on this person that you hear in, that, that you hear comedians talking about, but you also hear in social circles. So for me, one of the things that people have to do is change their environments. If you want to learn more about symptometry, you got to switch your environment. Or even a person who's a vegetarian. A person who's a vegetarian, they normally didn't switch by themselves. They started hanging around vegetarians. A person who, when I was smoking marijuana, you can believe I had an environment where that was supported. But now I have an environment of nurturers, people I can call and talk about um, scientific healing, and I can talk about root cause therapeutics, and I can talk about uh, locating symptoms in my own body and things that are direct and that are reflective. There is the six-month course that the American School of Symptometry offers. Like, I change my environment. I change the crowd I hang with. Envied and Hustle is commandment number one. Your network is your net worth. Look at the people now. People are watching you when you react to something like that in public. Who wants to do business with somebody who in public it has been displayed that you are will attack someone um, in public? You know, if you attack someone in private, that goes on. We shouldn't be attacking anyone, but... To, to 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 see how the whole thing plays out, you know, and especially in relationships, she is a she is a divorced woman, and now you see her. If you are a man, you see her getting in a man's face. A man does not will will not be encouraged to want to pursue a date or a relationship with a woman who is known to put their finger in another man's face. And that's not even her husband. And you put your finger in their face, and then you started kicking this person and spitting on that person. I mean, I'm not even gonna ask a redundant question and be like, "Well, Doctor Nardell or Doctor Adler, would you?" I already know. I don't know. I don't know any men. I don't know any men who will be like, "Oh, I could come in and reform her." No, we're gonna run for the hills because we're scared to go to jail. You know, here this man is worth a half a billion dollars, and he didn't even swing at her one time. And I don't know what would have happened if he had been in the elevator alone and by himself, but we still have to understand how we changed the environment. And if you notice, when he got outside, he didn't ride in the same car as, um, as his attacker. His attacker rode in one car, he rode in another car. I think that was very commendable by his bodyguards by separating them and to keep, the, to keep things diffused. So Coach Kyrie's advice is sometimes you got to be your own bodyguard. You got to diffuse a scenario before it starts. Don't put yourself in a sticky situation. 
You know, I, I, I wouldn't have been on the elevator. I'm not going to be on the elevator with a potential attacker. So, and if, and, and if so, I want to get out of there as soon as possible. Now, your public image, that's one thing, but you also have to look at it as far as protecting yourself and, nurture, and nurturing yourselves. So, and, and, and nurturing yourself because your body is always paying attention to the signals. Dr. Nardi, wouldn't you agree that your body is always looking and saying, why do you got me in this environment? I'm not happy here. Why do you got me in a room full of smoke? You always no, that, is, that is true. Yep, 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 yep. I agree. I agree because, uh, you know, <clears throat> the reason we are sick is because there is disharmony between the mind and the cells. You know, that is the reason we are sick. And if if you listen to the inner and then it's time for you to, to, to leave the area, leave. But uh, some people uh, don't have that strong will. And, some, and one, thing I've obs- one thing I've also observed, because I've been in that situation several times, is, you see, when you don't have money and you are poor, you tend to, you tend to um, do the bidding of, uh, of, of the person who has more money. You know, because uh, they, that is that is how the person is going to help you. That's how the, if you don't do what he what he's saying, he's not going to help you, and you are not going to get any money. But sometimes, you know, you have to be very very strong willed like me, so that <coughs> you don't you don't you don't uh, you don't follow these misguided people. You know, there are many people who are poor, but they are not thieves. They are not criminals. You see, uh, that is just a good example. And then there are people who are poor and just go with the crowd and become thieves and become uh, uh, kidnappers and so on and so forth. You know. So what counts most is your strong will. What do you want to achieve? You may not eat the right foods, but at least you know what you don't want to be. You don't want to go to prison. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do it. You don't want to be arrested. You know you are poor, but you know what you don't want, and you know what you want. So this prepares you for the day when you start eating scientifically. And then something will tell you that, well, it looks like I was, I was being prepared for this day. And this started 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. And look at you now. You used to you used to smoke marijuana, and then symptomatically remove all the the chemical receptors in your brain. And today, look at you. You do not have any urge to smoke, I mean, to do cocaine or do marijuana or do any illegal drugs. People who observe you and who want you to be their role model, Coach Kaye, there are some people who are observing you quietly and who are using you as their role model, but without telling you. This is how many people are. I, I, have, I have heard people maybe come to, me, well, yes, come to me in many situations for consultation and they say, I've been listening to your radio or, or following you for, for, oh, for, for years. I've had people say, I have every show you've ever done downloaded in my iTunes. You know, I, 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 I do understand, and, and we must be 
um, accountable, you know, especially for those of us who are um, leaders and are in the position to set positive examples, especially healers. I like to say those of us who are healers more than leaders, you know, sometimes because I follow I follow other healers myself, and then you know I, I look at it like it's just a long train. I'm a locomotive, but I I'm behind some other big locomotives, and I know I got some cabooses behind me that haven't quite turned into locomotives yet. So I'm I'm definitely very aware that um I have you know all eyes are on me because I have led some people into some neg- some you know some semi-negative environments in the past and not had the best best results. And I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to repeat that. Um, the the racism. Oh man, that's a tough environment too. It's a tough environment because I think that peer pressure is much is is more uh, subversive and 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 co and covert than the domestic violence is. So I just I just hope that people are really listening to. The, uh, some of the suggestions that we made tonight. Meditate more. Calm down. We're all, we, we, we all rely on oxygen and we all rely on water and we all have two lungs. I'm not going to say we're all created equally because some people are taller than others. Some people are more mechanical than they, than they are scientific. But, you know, some, uh, some people got long hair like me. Some people don't have long hair. But, on a on a fundamental level, we are spiritual spiritual beings having physical experiences, and as Doctor Weinick expressed, we're moving from the Piscean era into another age. We're being influenced galactically by different influences than preceding preceding generations. So it's very important that we notice that and be accountable for that with what's coming up. Things that are coming up, I think more people will probably be, you know, be thrown in front of the media so we can see and address this, not so we can just look at it as barbershop talk, but so we can look at this through something that we can actually uh, actually engage in and try to di- and try to diffuse. So that's that's my take on it. I would like each and every one who's listening to the show live on the download uh, before we go. If you have a comment, if this show helped you at all, because I, I can, I see some people. I, I recognize uh, uh, some callers from different area codes, from Las Vegas, from uh, some Greensboro, from Atlanta, and maybe you know, in your own particular <coughs> relationships or people that you may know. Hopefully, that this show has helped you. And so, if you'd like to call in right before we get out of here. Three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine is the call in number. If you want to express yourself or give a comment, question, or some feedback on something you've heard tonight, but I definitely would like um, everyone to be encouraged to reach out to your local symptometers or to the symptometers that you feel the most comfortable with and talk to them. See what symptometry has to offer you in the case of a remedy and for an evaluation of the foods that you are consuming. You can visit symptometrybooks.com, and we have a wide variety of publications there, as well as recorded podcasts that will give you a wide breadth of 
scientific knowledge and know-how and solutions and strategies, not opinions that, you know, could really change situations in your life. Um, if you need to get in contact with someone at headquarters, you can dial 708-691-4977, or you can visit symptometry.com. If you'd like to talk to Dr. Charlie Abbott, his phone number is 336-456-9183, and you can visit him at symptometryofnorthcarolina.org as well as the American School of Symptometry.org. And if you'd like to connect with Dr. Elizabeth Weinick, I know it's 336, and then the last four numbers are 1020. Can you help me with the three numbers in the middle, Dr. Weinick? Oh, her call just dropped. Dr. Added, what are those three numbers in the middle that we would be able to reach Dr. Weinick? I think it's five four five. Five four five ten twenty. Five four three three six five four five ten twenty. Doctor Elizabeth Weinick. So please you have all the you have all the connects connecting numbers. If you need to get in contact with Coach Kair for some EFT, if it's some emotional healing or you need a uh, help with meditating or looking at any other type of consultation that I offer, my phone number is 336-587-1215, 336-587-1215. My website is coachkair, K-H-A-Y-R, dot, in, uh, dot com. I've got tons of things over there and many ways that you can get in contact with me. Please just view the site and... I really look forward to helping, you know, as much as possible, man, because, like I said, I'm going to do, like, a variety of different shows. Tonight we came at it scientifically. Uh, I think that I'm also going to use this as a platform to address it from a couple of other different angles, but I definitely wanted to let people know it's not just about – you can't just say I'm just going to coach someone through this. Somebody said, well, Jay-Z needs a coach on how to handle his women. Yeah, but – who, who's going to handle their diet? Who's going to handle the food that they're consuming? So it's much more than just the soft skills of um, of just, you know, saying how do I handle a woman. If you're going to look at that, you have to be the leader in your household in taking necessary steps and being a, a great example and guide of eating scientifically. I think I hopefully I hopefully I said that right. Um I see Dr. Weinick has rejoined us. Dr. Weinick, your number is three three six five four five ten twenty. That that that's correct. Yes. I got disconnected, but yeah I'm back. So three three six five four five ten twenty. And and that and that new website of yours is is coming along slowly but surely, correct? Yes it is. It's almost okay. online. I don't know when, but it's almost online. It's a, that's gonna be that's gonna be monumental right there. I want to I want to do the birth chart on your on your website. Let's look at I want to because if you don't hurry up now, you don't get them before the twentieth. It's gonna be a Gemini website. So you know me, I'm partial. Okay. I'm partial to the Tauruses. So if you can light a fire up under somebody before next Tuesday, 
you know, I I I would be, um, you know, at least I'd be not not um, not sympathetic. What's the word I'm looking for? I'd just be energetically inclined because I'm kind of partial to the Taurus energy. I see. Just a little bit. All right. Um, it's been a wonderful show. Dr. Weinick or Dr. Abbott or Dr. Nardi, do you have any closing comments for us tonight? Oh, yeah. My, my closing comment will be that um, there is nothing that cannot be changed if you really put your willpower to it. And in order to transform this world, into the kind of world that all of us will enjoy, we have to improve our relationships. You know, and uh, this idea of being being superior to another, being better than another person and all that, all these are unnecessary. We are all here to play a role. The plants are here to play a role. The animals are here to play a role. And we humans are also here to play a role. Let us play our role and then respect each other's space, and we don't have to die to go to heaven. Heaven is right here. Thank you. Dr. Weinick or Dr. Abbott? Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I think I think Dr. Nardi just summed it up pretty well, and uh, I don't have anything further to add. Yeah, that was a tough one to come behind. Dr. Abbott, what do you got for me? Yeah, you know, I'm, 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 I'm pretty much just designing to that, to that comment and say, okay, let that be the closing one for, for the panel. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So... I definitely appreciate each and every one who came out tonight, who gave us a listen to. Uh, I pray that the words were informative and healing to you. Thank you for taking time out to, you know, just just tune in. You could have been doing a whole lot tonight. And I, I just wanted to say, you know, kudos to those who download the show, who listen in live, who really are making an effort to make heaven happen and manifest here on earth. Absolutely. Also, I will be in New York this weekend, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and I will be open to receive because I'm a great receiver. All birthday presents and any forms that anybody wants to just send to me. So you just call me, and I'll make sure I come by and pick it up, or you can leave it in my, my front doorstep if you're in Atlanta, or I'll send you my address because I am a great receiver, and I'm going to be 23 years old again. I'm going to be 23 years old again, Dr. Nardi. I'm moving backwards. So, <laughs> Congratulations oh. in advance. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. If you see that someone has pressed, somebody has called in, let me take this last call before we get out of here. Call her from the 323-514. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? What's up, Coach Case Bang Diesel from Sunny Southern California, baby. What's happening, Dane? How you feeling tonight? I'm doing I'm doing well, my brother. I was just just got back to the crib and I saw that uh just was uh, looking on Facebook and saw you was having a call. I mean, a show today. I just wanted to touch base and say what's up. Uh, didn't get an opportunity to listen to the show, but I, I read the description and um 
it, it seemed like it was, it was an interesting topic. I'm going to have to go check it out like once after the show is over. But I just wanted to touch base with you, my brother, and uh, say thank you for that show, though. I know it's going to be great when I listen to it, though. Oh man, you, and, and so you're a note taker. You're a note taker and a future billionaire. And I, and I think that that's apropos that you would call in to help us close the show out because we talked about, you know, we had references to a billionaire, and here you are, an up and coming billionaire, and teaching other people. And I think one of the important things as coaches and leaders and healers is emphasizing the importance of eating scientifically eating the correct foods and avoiding avoiding the wrong things, you know. So um, definitely I know that you're going to have all kind of gems and jewels as you go back and listen to the download. Definitely appreciate you and much love to you as well in all of your endeavors. Likewise. Take care, Coach Gay. All right. Peace. Thanks a lot. And the hits just keep on coming. All right. I'm going to take us out tonight. More love because we need more love in the world. And Santos always brings us in, Jonathan Santos. And so I love it when he takes us out. I will see you all. I'm going to, I think I'm going to have another show. No, I won't. I won't have anything else this week. I'll see you all next Monday. So tune in to Zoom In. See you next Monday. This is Coach Kaya signing out. Sometometry Radio tomorrow night as well, 8 o'clock. Sometometry Radio, rootcallsradio.com. Rootcallsradio.com tomorrow, 8 o'clock. Be there or be square. See y'all later. Peace.